You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM. Pete Weatherburn, our vet from uh, Brave Vet Olcana Avenue, and uh, you can read Pete, uh, Pete in things like the Wicklow People and the Lady Telegraph and see him on TV3. Pete. Good morning. Good morning to you. What's that thing going around uh, the internet all about these cats giving everybody infection? Uh, well, it's the usual hyperbole. Um, basically, there is a disease called toxoplasmosis, and that's what this is about. And quite a high portion of cats, if you test them, they're positive for this particular um, bug, this parasite. What that means is they've got antibodies against it, which means that at some time in their life they've, they've been exposed to it. But that's a long, long way from saying that they <coughs> carry it and pass it on to humans, which is what the sort of the, the internet stuff is about. Because the risk of cats doing that is actually very, very low. Um, what's far, far more likely is that people will get toxoplasmosis from handling uncooked meat. One very interesting thing is that um, if you look at the statistics, the incidence of toxoplasmosis in humans is much higher in France compared to in the UK and Ireland. Um, Yet, pet people's, um, the way that cats are kept is very, very similar. If anything, cats in UK and Ireland are more in the home than in, than in France. The difference is in people's eating habits. And as you, as you know, um, the French cuisine involves much more undercooked food compared to what we eat. So, anyway, that's what, it's, it's quite difficult to get evidence on this. But in theory, you see, if humans get infected with toxoplasmosis, the little parasite, little cysts can settle out in the body in, in muscles and other tissues and can cause problems. But... Um, you know, that it's, it's wrong to blame cats. Most cats, something like 99% of cats are negative for shedding this bug. Um, so that's really Right, so it's not dangerous to have a cat, is what you're saying? No. If you, okay, the one time when you should think about the issue is if, if you're pregnant or if you're immunocompromised. If you're, so in those situations, toxoplasmosis can cause quite a serious issue, and so you should take simple precautions um, if you have a cat. That doesn't mean you need to ban the cat from your life or even from your home. It means that if you're immunocompromised or pregnant, that you don't handle the cat litter. Um, you get somebody else to do that. Or you wear gloves when you do it. You don't let the cat sleep on your pillow. You know, um, the, 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 little, the, the parasite, if your cat is one of those few ones that's shedding it, it's shedding cat feces. Now, cats are meticulously clean, so they're not going to be you know, it's not going to be on their okay. coat. So, okay. you know, the risk is very small and, you know, people shouldn't panic about that sort of thing. There's more harm done by people um, treating cats in a way that they know is wrong for their pet cat. They ban their cats at home and they know it's wrong to do that. And there's more harm done from doing that, I think, than, than um, you know, disease prevented from, from that, those sorts of actions. Okay, anything else on your mind? I was thinking about eggs and pets, funny enough. Is it okay to give eggs to dogs and cats? Yeah, is it okay to give eggs to dogs and cats? <laughs> one a day is the message. It's fine to give one a day. In theory, you're meant to give, you're meant to give them boiled, okay? Because raw eggs have some ingredients that could cause complications. Not ingredients, things like the possibility of some bacterial infection or something with raw eggs. So you bo boil your egg and you don't need to give it... Um, you don't need to take the shell off. You can actually, with a dog, you can just... I would probably just crack it on the, on the edge of a surface so that it's easier for the dog to bite into. But you can just give the whole egg to the dog and a, a collie or Labrador will happily munch into that. And one egg a day is a good source of, of protein and nothing wrong with that at all.
Okay, <laughs> fair enough. And what about generally stuff left over in, in dinners and things? Carrots and a uh, bit of potato or yeah, whatever. Well, the, the simple rule of thumb is that you, you can give up to 10% of your dog's diet as what you might call treats or scraps. 90% of the diet should be a diet that's designed for a dog. In other words, a, a diet which you know somebody's looked at and said, this is a balanced ration for a dog. If a dog eats this, it'll be healthy. So, Or a cat. So 90% of the diet should be that sort of prepared food. 10% of the diet, yes, you can give treats and right. tidbits and stuff. What about throwing a slice of ham? Sure, it's fine. No problem at all in doing that. It's generally better to give dogs their their food either as in their dinner, like as a meal, or um, as treats in, uh, used as a reward for dogs that are being you know trained. Um, it's best not to give dogs random scraps through the day because then they just learn to beg and it gives them false expectations and is a headache for yourself as well. Right. How do you untrain them on that then? Just sh- sheer... Stop indifference, yes. <laughs> Just ignore them when they come begging and they'll soon learn that they don't get what they want by, by looking at those looking at you with those beseeching Poor eyes. Old doggies. Hey, what about the smiley face uh, when he looks up and goes hi, you know, I'm starving. You know? What about that? How do you ignore that? What, what's it's your plan? It's difficult. It's <laughs> difficult. Because they are your pet, you know? A great deal of self-discipline. All right. It's in their interest. No more than children should be fed in between meals. You know, all right. Tough love, tough love. There you are, tough uh, disciplinarian um, <laughs> Pete Weatherburn, our vet. Yeah, and you can hear his thoughts on um, that sort of attitude to your pets on his website when this broadcast will be up on that very soon. PeteTheVet.com is the name of that. Thanks very much indeed, Pete.